Love is not something that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence is love. You are one with the divine principle. You have the energy. You are the Big Bang, the original force of the universe coming on as whoever you are. See, when I meet you, I see not just what you define yourself as, Mr. So-and-so, Miss So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so. I see every one of you as the primordial energy of the universe coming on at me in this particular way. Money is the circulation of information and in itself has no value. Everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that. Stop measuring days by degree of productivity and start experiencing them by degree of presence. When I say the word forgiveness, what is the first thing that pops in your head? Do you feel any resistance? Forgiveness was a big hurdle that I had to go through, not only with forgiving others, but most importantly, forgiving myself. And from my observations of the people around me, I feel that this is such a hard thing to do for a lot of people. Why is that? Well, I will give you my perspective today. Hi guys, welcome back to Figuring Shit Out with your girl Kelsey. So the first time I recorded this, I said, welcome back to question everything. <laughs> R.I.P. Anyway, hello, hi, how are you guys doing? I hope you're hanging in there. This energy lately has been absolutely insane, and I know you guys feel it, whether you know if you're an empath, whether you know you're intuitive or not. I mean, everyone's intuitive. Scratch that. Whether you know you're an empath or not, I know you feel this energy, and it's very heavy, so be easy on yourself. Today, I wanted to talk about forgiveness and why it's so important in a healing journey, and it's probably the most important thing in a healing journey. And I also want to talk about, well, honestly, whatever pops in my head. I try to think of things that are important, but then this episode takes a whole 180, so who knows. But let's figure this forgiveness shit out. I used to have a different perspective with forgiveness because it seemed like I was allowing the other person to step all over my boundaries. I felt that if I were to forgive, that it would make me look weak and it would make me seem like I was allowing what they did to me or what they did was okay. And from a survival standpoint, it makes sense. It makes sense to be defensive and act from a place of protecting yourself. We've been programmed to judge our environments our whole lives. And the fact of the matter is that our judgments are simply coming from learned behaviors, thoughts, patterns, ideas. These programs that we have whether it's about others, ourselves, the world, are not our own programming. They have been passed on from our caregivers, our society, our immediate environments. This goes full circle to having to unlearn everything because in the state of evolving our consciousness, we cannot keep the same black and white thinking. When you have that mentality that you know everything or that you know what is right, you have immediately put a limit on your growth. We need to release the need to be right and acknowledge that that is our ego talking. 
And when I say that, I don't, I don't mean like what is right for you because only you know what is right for you. But I mean in the sense of what is right in situations outside of you. I hope that makes sense. Sometimes I just blurb things and they don't make sense. So I apologize. (laughs) We put ourselves through so much unnecessary suffering because of this survival mindset, but it's time to step into abundance. I've come to understand that forgiveness is one of the most important, important and vital parts of healing journey. Remember that you're the main character and everyone is a projection of your reality. So you are forgiving them for you and not for anyone else. I personally think that it's harder for us to forgive others because ultimately we cannot forgive ourselves. I used to think that forgiving them wouldn't make it seem like I was okay with what they did, like I said earlier. But I was not aware that I was storing unnecessary anger. And harboring that anger only damaged myself. However, forgiving does not mean what they did was okay. I just need to make that clear. This is where boundaries and free will come into play. You have the choice to forgive and set boundaries. You might even walk away. And I know, in in certain circumstances, that that is easier said than done, depending on the situation. What I like to do is write letters of forgiveness and continue to write them until I truly feel it. One thing that I have to remind myself of, and this also relates to manifesting and saying daily affirmations, is that words don't mean shit. They only have meaning because we give them meaning. Words and language are man-made, and we have given them meaning and attached emotion to them. That's why spells are powerful, because the intention and the meaning behind spells and the words you say are what give it power. The true language of the universe is energy. So when you say these affirmations or manifestations, you truly have to put your belief and feeling into it. I could make a whole episode on manifesting because there's so much more into that than feeling. But at least with affirmations, you truly got to give it your all. Where attention goes, energy flows, and energy in motion is emotion. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Emotion is just energy in motion. And what we give attention to gives it more energy. So what does that mean? <laughs> It means that you can say affirmations all you want, you can say you forgive someone all you want, you can say whatever you want, (laughs) but if you don't truly feel it or attach meaning and intention to it, then they're just words. It's empty. We need to start feeling more. We need to tap into our feminine energy that has been suppressed. I know I talk a lot about the feminine energy, but that is because the world lacks it, and especially right now. It's crazy that this all ties into Friday the 13th too. I'll jump back to forgiveness in a second, but I wanted to talk about this because I think it's just so funny how backwards we've been perceiving things. So you're probably listening to this on Monday the 16th, but I'm recording this on Friday the 13th, and I bet that most of you don't know the real meaning of this day, or at least the significance of it. So we know by now that this world is masculine, energy-driven, power, structure, control, etc. And if you listen to my old podcast, I talk about how the church made us believe that certain things were evil when, in fact, nothing is inherently evil. Again, where attention goes, energy flows. And for example, 666 is a number of man, and the church made us believe that that's evil. I think I talked about this on my Christmas episode last year. And before I go on, my personal beliefs about the church and from everything I've come to learn is that it was a setup 
as a deception to keep us away from the divine. And again, you can refer back to my old podcast because I have so many perspectives and episodes on this. And like I said, and I will keep saying this, it's just my perspective. So take it or leave it. But anyway, so we know that the world thrives on this masculine energy and is almost afraid of feminine energy, which is creativity, love, free-flowing, nurturing, acceptance, receiving, emotion, compassion, vulnerability. Everyone's so afraid of being vulnerable. And what better way to make people afraid of the feminine energy than to demonize it as Friday the 13th? So let me, let me explain so it all makes sense. It was the date of which a number of Templar kings were burnt to the stake by the Vatican Church in the medieval era. Witchcraft and the art of warlocks was associated with it. More or less, the associations have been dark, satanic, demonic, and evil. But it's also true that since forever, mankind has branded things it didn't understand as evil and demonic. Everything we don't understand has been labeled as evil and demonic. Friday the 13th didn't have such a terrible reputation to begin with. It was actually associated with the divine feminine, the mother goddess who nurtures all. Friday, for example, in Hindi is known as Shukravar. And I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Shukra being the planet Venus, which Venus is a planet of love. Even in Roman times, the day was associated with the holy mother Venus, who bestowed feminine qualities like imagination, creativity, kindness. So when the church started its crusades against all things feminine and branding all free-thinking women as witches, the date too was branded as evil. 13 is a number that many religions hold holy. It stands for the number of cycles of the moon. The number has associations with rebirth, resurrection, death, and mortality. It has other feminine associations too. With the moon comes tides, the tides comes menstrual cycles. The moon and woman's menstrual cycles have been correlated by all cultures. And how many menstrual cycles does a woman have in a year? 13. (laughs) Also, it's around the 13th day of our cycle that we ovulate. The day is kind of a celebration of feminine potential and fertility. Besides, let's look at some of the associations with the moon. The moon is always feminine in most languages and has deep associations with feminine energy. Hindus worship Kali, the warrior goddess of a new moon, and Lakshmi, again, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing, goddess of wealth on a full moon. Even in the West, the moon was depicted as goddess like Luna or Selena or Phoebe. The moon's movement across the sky was thought to be similar to a female's growth and maturity, and the moon is said to impact imagination and creativity, which is, again, is feminine energy. In astrology, it is the moon that nurtures our emotions and hones our instincts, making us wiser, more world-weary. It also makes us more receptive to energy changes and more sensitive to the spiritual realm. The lunar month is 13 months long. So how did it become so evil? Well, like many other things, like using the word mankind to denote humanity, This, too, was a part of the medieval whitewashing of the Vatican Church. No surprise. (laughs) All feminine things that didn't adhere to the patriarchal model of rule were totally ousted and branded as witchcraft. This included the date, Friday the 13th. And honestly, witchcraft has been so misconstrued, of course, but witchcraft is simply the practice of magic. 
it's not inherently evil. It's simply tapping into supernatural skills and abilities such as casting spells and the performance of magical rituals, which we all can do. But remember how I said that whatever feeling and meaning we attach to words, we give it power? If you associate the word witchcraft with evil because of the programming you've been taught, then that's how you will perceive it. The Malleus Maleficarum <laughs> I can't. The Malleus Maleficarum was the consequence of this. The Malleus Maleficarum is basically a witch hunting book. It was a systematic guidebook on how to identify and torture all free-thinking women as witches. As a matter of fact, before this branding, the word witch came from the Germanic word for healer. And I've been saying this, all witches are healers. And just that word in general with Hollywood has been so demonized. So in all reality, the perception of this day was warped in all different ways. And because we have given so much negative energy to it, that is how people perceive it in the reality. But if you choose to shift your perception that this day is full of magic and transformation and good luck, then you will no longer give it power. Because honestly, at the end of the day, we shouldn't give anything outside of us power, especially if there's any fear attached to it. But I just think it's hilarious that they try to scare us away from the feminine energy, and they continue to do so. We need to balance them both, and I mean no matter how hard they try to scare us or push us away from it, one cannot exist without the other. But anyway, I just thought that was pretty interesting because it does tie into forgiveness. We can't have that open-mindedness and that open heart without feminine energy. When you hold anger against someone or a situation, it actually stems from fear. But just like anything, anger can be used as such a wonderful tool to guide you if you balance both energies. If you channel that anger and see what it's trying to tell you. Because it could be telling you that there is a part of you that is judging yourself for allowing the situation to happen. And if you look deeper than that, there is some kind of fear attached to it, stemming from past trauma or experiences. Fear of not being able to accept yourself, fear of being alone, fear of lack. Again, that's the survival mindset. That's masculine energy. And it's the programming that we need to grow out of. But in all reality, if we think about how everyone is a reflection of us and we created situations for ourselves, we're actually holding that anger against ourselves. We are judging ourselves in some way because of something that we just have yet to accept about ourselves. And these situations will continue to happen until you start to look within. And lastly, if you have yet to forgive someone or have any grudges, it means that you are not living in the present moment. You are holding on to the past and feeding those memories energy, which then cause unpleasant emotions. This energy must flow. It must flow through. So allow yourself to feel angry or whatever it may be because storing it and suppressing it will only make things worse for your physical experience. It can manifest into a physical disease, pain, illness. And I'm not saying these things to scare you. I'm just saying these things for you to honestly honor and allow yourself to feel because a lot of times, especially with the wounded feminine, like I said last week, we hold this we keep these feelings to ourselves and we don't express them. We don't allow them to go through. We keep feeding them energy and it's not healthy. This is honestly, again, where shadow work comes into play. Um, so the best thing you can do for yourself is just feel and hold compassion for yourself and the person or the situation. 
And if we're being real, this really triggered me at one point because how could I hold compassion for someone who abused me? How could I hold compassion for someone who hurt me? And what I've come to learn is that people do the best they can with what they know. And if that person did not know love, did not know empathy or compassion because of their environment, how could I hold that against them? They must learn what they did was not okay, but holding anger will not help them. Sending them hate or blame will not help them. They might not even have the capacity to understand what they did, but it's not your responsibility to teach them. What they do to you is their karma, and how you respond is yours. Because at the end of the day, you can't change anyone or their perspectives. And I know that I've said that every episode now, but I feel like everything that comes with healing is very redundant. And we just have to keep saying it. So I'm going to keep saying it. (laughs) Before I continue, I do want to say that forgiveness is not easy, especially when done in deep shadow work. But as always, don't be hard on yourself. Healing is not linear. Some days I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm freaking great today. I feel amazing. Today's going to be beautiful. I forgive my past. I let it go. And the next day I see something that reminds me of someone or some situation and I'm triggered again and I'm crying. That's okay. We have to feel. We have to let it flow through. I used to not allow myself to cry, but now I do. Like I, If I have to cry, I will cry. I will let myself feel. I will journal it out. So do it. <laughs> It will not make you weak. It will, in fact, make you stronger because you are actually allowing this energy to flow through you and not harbor it. Questions that I like to ask myself when I feel hurt or angry is, what is this teaching me? Why did I manifest this situation into my reality? What is this person showing me that I do not accept about myself? You really have to dive deep and set time aside for this kind of work, but it's so worth it. Sometimes when someone tells me that they don't like someone or that they're angry or they're telling me some things that they don't like about the other person, I am that friend. I am that bitch that goes, what is that person reflecting that you don't accept about yourself? And most of the times it's not even that. Most of the times they're reflecting something that you healed already, but it's the universe showing you almost like a test or like how you will react if you're truly healed from it you know it's like things you've been working on because I have noticed that too and all my friends hate me for it honestly but anyway (laughs) another thing is because of the laws of the universe we know that what we put out we get back and we reap what we sow so what I want you guys to do right now is think of someone that gets on your nerves or someone that has done you wrong but instead of getting fired up send them love Picture them getting everything they desire and wish them happiness. Not only will it raise your vibrations, but you are sending out that vibration to the world. And you will receive that back. Maybe not immediately. Maybe not next week. But what you put out, you get back. And honestly, right now, we need that. We need that more than ever right now. It is getting pretty intense out there in the external. And it's only going to get more heated from here on out. And figuring out how to navigate through this polarity starts with you. And we got this because I'm in the same boat. (laughs) It honestly, like, it hurts my heart seeing how much negativity is being thrown out right now. Some of the things I've been seeing about this fax, like, people saying, I hope you die because you chose not to get it. Like, excuse me? (laughs) What is going on? 
when did we when did we become so hostile over choices of our own lives like i mean i understand i do see both sides and i know that we have to go through this turbulence to prevail through but don't let them get to you that's all i'm saying don't let people around you get to you because there's gonna be a lot of pressure and there's gonna be a lot of people who who are gonna tell you that you're evil you're killing people or that i hope you die like that's insane to me but don't let it get to you because honestly i've been getting the shit end of the stick as well so it's all good and and as long as you remember that whatever people say has nothing to do about you has everything to do about them and people are just projecting their reality and they're projecting their fear you'll be okay like honestly that's really what it is people are just projecting their fear because as humans we like to do things in packs we like to follow the crowd we like to do like if sally is going to jump off the cliff then i'm going to jump off the cliff because i think that's what's right because they're not listening to themselves they're not aligned with their inner divine they're not aligned with themselves so they need someone outside of them to tell them what to do and that's honestly why I hold so much compassion for these individuals. And I'm not saying everyone's like that, but there is an obvious divide right now. There's a divide of people who are listening to their intuition and those who need that external validation because they don't know how to navigate through this life that has been programmed for them, you know? They are, they're letting fear get in the way and letting fear not allowing them, letting fear in the way of them waking up. But this is their lesson to learn. This is their karma to learn. And we just got to let it be, you know? There has been a lot of people who have told me they're feeling pressured or basically demonized because they chose what's best for them. And I say, go you. Good for you that you chose to listen to your intuition and not what you're being told what to do. Ignore them, please. (laughs) I will say this every week. Do what's best for you. Because I cannot tell you what to do. And I won't. People have asked me, like, Kels, what should I do? Like, should I get it? Like, you have to listen to yourself. I'm not going to tell you what's best for you because only you know what's best for you. Not only am I not a doctor, I don't, I mean, we know the whole story behind the medical field, so I'm not going to even get into that. But not only am I, like, not an expert in nutrition, I'm not an expert in medical field, I'm not an expert in that, but I just, I just listen to my body. That's it. And I feel like if we had the chance to actually learn about our bodies intuitively as kids growing up, that will, this whole situation would be completely different. It's absolutely insane. Uh, I think just now that we're awake and see things differently, it's just so weird seeing the external. It's just, like I said last week, I laugh because it's just not how I see life anymore. And it sucks because a lot of my friends and most of my family still see the world like that. And I'm just not living in that dimension. And I know it sounds absolutely crazy. Like um, some of my friends do get mad at me because I didn't take it or do act like I'm a bad person. But I'm going to just keep doing me and keep listening to my intuition because I know that my intentions are pure and I never wanted to purposely do something to hurt anyone, especially this vac situation. Like, why would I, why would I purposely not take the vaccine just to make other people angry? Like, no, I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself because I know what's best for me. And I know that this is just, I don't, I'm going to be real. It's just not right. Like everything I've learned, everything I've researched, I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast because I've talked a lot about it on my Question Everything podcast and I said I wasn't going to talk about conspiracy theories anymore, but 
it's not okay. The dots connect and it's not okay. There's so much um, dark energy attached to this, um, but those factors, like I said in the first episode, second episode, I don't even know, the issue at hand is not what should be important, it's the principles. And the principle right now is my life's journey, my soul's purpose, my healing journey, and I'm listening to that. And right now, thankfully, I don't need to take it and I'm not being pressured to, so I'm not going to. But I understand that a lot of you are being pressured to or are not giving the choice and I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, a tip that I have for you guys that I recently heard from my mother because she works in the medical field is that they gave her the option to test every week instead of getting the vaccine. So ask your work or school if that can be an option because I believe that's the best option right now. I know I've heard things about the test and that they're not the safest, but honestly, at this point, I'd rather test than get the vax. So, and that's just my personal opinion. That's my personal intuition belief. Um, yeah, all signs point to no for me, but do what's best for you because I'm not going to tell you what to do. And, um, I, I hate that. Like, it all wraps around back to the COVID fucking vaccine. And I don't mean to talk about it, but it's just really what's going on right now. And I feel like our whole lives are revolving around that right now. Even if you don't pay attention to the news, because I don't watch the news. Even if you don't watch the news, it, it's still like the people around you are going to bring it up. And I mean, we can ignore it or just basically, I don't. I don't think we should ignore it. I think we should navigate through it and I'm going to help you through it. So if I'm going to have to keep talking about it, I will, but I just don't think it's important to keep talking about it. I think what's important right now is to focus on you. And I know that just sounded really contradicting because I just said that I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm talking about it. You know, it's, (laughs) it's Friday the 13th guys. I am. No, that's not an excuse. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I hope that whatever you're going through right now with this COVID situation, with friends, with family, with healing, that you just always come back and find yourself because that's really what we need to do right now. And figuring out how to forgive others with this this chaos in the world and this energy is, is not helpful. So... I am proud of you and I hope that you keep putting yourself first and I hope that your love for yourself grows because you can't lose what you are. Just remember that. You are love. You, Your essence being is love, so you can't lose what you are. And if you lose people in your life because of this vaccine, it just it makes me so mad because I've seen people say, oh, you can't come to my wedding, you can't come to this funeral, you can't come over anymore if you don't, like, what, what is this? Oh my god, this division is just driving me insane. But anyways, just know that you can't lose what you are, because you are love. As long as you keep spreading it to others, spreading it to the people who are honestly sending you hate, just send them love back, because you get back what you, you get back what you send out. Did I say that right? You receive what you give out. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Um, Anyways, this is a really, really short episode. I just have had so much going on this week with work and at home. So 
I didn't really know what to talk about, but a lot of topics in my personal life have been revolving about around forgiveness and letting go of the past. So I thought I could bring this up and help some of you guys because, I mean, at this point, we have to forgive and love everyone who is sending us hate right now with this fucking vaccine. Okay, but anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed anyways. I know this was so quick and so little, so little so short. I apologize, but like I said, just a lot going on, but I did want to put something out because I do want to be consistent with this podcast. I really do want this one to be, I want to give my all to this podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have so much passion for this because I love helping you guys and I love getting your feedback. So once again, if you haven't yet, go to luminescentluna.com slash FSO podcast if you want to leave me something. I have been replying to you guys and emailing you back, so I love to talk to you guys, and I love to give you my advice, um, and just keep in touch with me. Follow my socials at FSO Podcast on Instagram, at Woke with Kels on Twitter, at Kelsey Cortez for my personals, if you want to follow me there, I just, I don't post, but whatever, um, and um, I love you guys so much and I'm sending you all the love in the world, like always, and and I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. Remember that Mondays don't suck, your perspective does. <laughs> I'm gonna make that a shirt. I might make every episode title that I've had so far a shirt or a sticker. What do you guys think? I kinda like my episode titles, I'm not gonna lie, not to in my own horn, but my episode titles have just been like quotes that I repeat to myself, so I might make them stickers or shirts. Let me know what you think. Just because I want them as stickers. So I might as well share them with you guys too. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Anyways, I love you guys so much. And I hope you got a little something out of this. And yeah, I don't know what else to say. Love you. See you later. Bye. Love is not something that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence Existence is is love.